It did not go tick-tock. Okay. <laughs> Hello, John. Hello, Steve. <laughs> uh, you know, I just can't get the tech right. Just can't get the tech right. Uh, we're the obvious brothers, if you've stumbled upon us. I'm obvious Steve. He's obviously... John. John, yes. And happy Thanksgiving, John. Happy Thanksgiving Eve, Steve. Yeah, here we go, John. You ready for this? Did you catch that, John? Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, you did, yes. It's not the last time you go and hear it either, John, because I, I have a feeling that a, a turkey gobble uh, will both be appropriate for the season and for most of what we say on today's podcast. Okay. <laughs> In other words, I suspect we're going to throw some turkeys on the board, John. Yes. Yeah, well, I did a good job of that last week. Did you? Picks. Yeah, well, you, you know, and I wasn't quick enough to hit the button. Turkey's on the board, and I was supposed to hit that button, but I didn't hit it fast enough. Well, you 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 killed him last uh, last week, John. Uh, we won't even talk about the number, but you didn't lay as big a turkey as the Giants did on Monday night, John. Yeah, the Giants took a took a pummeling, and uh, and the re- the result was. Uh, Jason Garrett is uh, looking for a job again. Yeah, good luck, Jason. Yeah. Somebody wondered why the guy who got uh, fired from calling the plays with the Cowboys got hired to call the plays for the Giants. But, you know, these are the kinds of things that people often wonder about. Right, John? Yeah. Yeah, the, the constant rotation of mediocre, mediocrity in the coaching right. ranks. Yeah. Well, it's clear it, it helps to know a couple of the right people, right? Yeah. Well, I saw a heartbreaking stat today that said something like, uh, I went to the Giants 26 games to fire Jason Garrett. It took uh, the Cowboys 152 to figure it out. So. Oh, wow. Ow, wow. Okay, that's one way to look at it, I guess, John. So, yeah. so, so John, going to the other end of the, extre- uh, of the extreme, Eric, what, three guys this week get 10-year extensions on their contract, college football coaches? Yeah, there was, there was some, some cash that handed out in the college ranks, that's for sure. Uh-huh. And we, we didn't understand Mel Tucker last week uh, when they were talking about his extension. I, I have not actually seen any indication he signed it, but why wouldn't, I don't know. But then James Franklin and Jimbo Fisher both Got extensions, which, you know, uh, okay. Not, some, uh, not my money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, doesn't Jimbo Fisher have the number one recruiting cat class in college football next year? Yeah. Well, hasn't he had like a top five recruiting class almost every year he's been there? And I still don't remember seeing him win the SEC West yet. Yeah, but they've definitely improved since he's been there. You can't say that they haven't. Okay. They have improved from an eight and four team to a nine and three team since he's got there. <laughs> okay. I think they're a little better than that. Are they? Don't they have three losses this year? You're talking about their level of competition they're playing against though. Oh, well, they you're being no and they were a pretty inconsistent team previously when they were in the SEC, and they were coming out of the yeah they were nine and 
three team in the Big Twelve. No, no, I think I think they were not. I, well, you you can look up what the last guy's record was, but I. Anyway, I I don't I don't I thought they hired him to win national championships. So uh, he clearly has not done that. Nor uh, I guess last year you can almost claim they sniffed it because I think they ended up the year number five. But uh, yeah. Anyway, he got a ten year extension. But okay, we'll, we'll, I'm going to give you Jimbo Fisher. To explain to me why James Franklin deserves a 10-year extension at all that money. Yeah, I don't know that one. Okay. Has he even, have they even made the Final Four with him? No. I don't think so. Are they, they, they have not won the, the, uh, the, the East. Yeah, explain. I can't explain to you why that would why okay. they extended him. Okay, so if I you mean, if you ask, he's not a bad coach, but no, but he's okay. Uh, I'm not going to claim he's a bad coach, but if USC came and, and wanted to offer him uh, ten million dollars a year to go there, uh, I would wonder why Penn State wouldn't say, well. We can get multiple coaches for that, and and let him go. So, I get. I, I heard somebody say, "Well, who are you going to get that's as good as he is and does as well as he does?" And you know, that's that's always the question, right? But ten years at almost ten million a year is. Yeah. Well. And, and and again, he's a nine and three and eight and four kind of guy. There's a lot of job openings this year that are with some pretty decent names. I'll just put it that way. I don't know how many are actually top five jobs anymore, but you know, you've got what the LSU job, you've got the USC job, Florida, you've got the Florida job, right? Um, all three of which, are, all three of which will probably pay top dollar to get a coach. So, so if you're happy with your coach, yeah, he hasn't won you a national championship, hasn't got you to the final four, but there's only four teams a year that go to it. Um, well, he's competitive. Kind of, kind of three teams a year that that go. There's one that's yes. automatic. So, yeah, right. Which, by the way, I do have the A uh, and M record in front of me. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. Jimbo's a definite improvement upon uh, Kevin Sub- Kevin Sumlin. Now, what is it? What was Sumlin's record? His total record. Now you're gonna make me do math. No, uh, no. Just tell me the seasons. What was his last year? His last year was seventeen. He was seven and six. Sixteen. He was eight and five. Eight and five. Eight and five. Nine and four in 2013. Okay. And eleven. 11 and 2 in his first year. And Jimbo's been 9 and 4, 8 and 5, 9 and 1, and probably going to be 9 and 10 and 3 or 9 and 4 this year. Right. Hmm. Okay. I. Okay. I, I'm not impressed. Call me unimpressed. Okay. But anyway. Hi, unimpressed. Uh, th- th- thank you. That And, and uh, boys and girls, uh, that one right there was 
Uh, no, no. Thank you for for reminding me. Okay, we've killed eight minutes uh, wondering why people are spending not our money. So let's let's get into it, John. Um, you did not have a good week last weekend, and uh, uh, I I actually had a pretty good week. Uh, but uh, anything memorable about games? Well, okay, I'll remind you of the game. I I think we were both watching Saturday night from uh, Salt Lake City, right? We didn't have to. Many, we we did not have to to uh, watch watch long, did we? No. 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 Uh, so so I'm not going to use the H word. I am just going to say that was a curb stomp. If ever I saw yeah. one. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. You you. <laughs> you did exactly what I predicted when I tried to talk myself out of my pick of taking Oregon and. Yeah. I said, well, this is kind of the spot where they take a shit. And then you're like, well, no, they'll do it next week against a crappy team. And then, yeah. no, they did it right here. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, they uh, they did not really, did not seem to show up, did not have any answers. Uh, yes, the the, uh, the Ducks got plucked, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's one game. Uh, I'm trying to think of other, well. And they lost the uniform battle that night, too. They did. They lot and, and you know it used to be Oregon was automatic to win that. So that was that was a sure bet. But no, the the uh, it was particularly the helmets that Utah was wearing, uh, uh, and and the ducks went ducks went with simple whites, uh, both top and bottom, which was a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Utah yeah. really showed up for that one. Yeah. Um, the other other games to talk about, uh, well, again, I don't even know what, what to say about the Michigan State-Ohio State game, John, or the Michigan State non-game, uh, as it's known. Uh, what do you say about 49 to nothing at half, John? Uh, you say housed. Ooh, you went with it, housed. I, I don't know. That's a double housed, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's just... You're you're not even even in the house to get housed uh, on I that one. Put, I think Ohio State put like pads and uniforms on fans and just said, "Hey, let's see how you guys can do out here," and still hold them to seven points in the second half. Yeah, well, uh, the the poor running back for the uh, for for Michigan State, who uh, everybody thought was the Heisman Trophy leader going into the game, what do you have? Twenty five yards. Yeah. Yeah. On like. Not, not, not a good, not, not a good showing uh, on his biggest stage. Yeah. So, uh, John, any chance that Michigan can hang with them this weekend? Mm. How many years has it been since Michigan's won? Well, I, I, I think that, I, I think you know Harbaugh's never beat him. I think that it's eight in a row they've lost to him. I mean, they gotta be due, aren't they? No. <laughs> no, you're saying no. I'm saying no. They, they do not have to be. It's like Alabama, John. You, you don't have to be a do. And it, as somebody said, uh, Ohio State just, uh, you know, recruits and racks up the uh, athletes. And Michigan uh, and Michigan State and, and the IRS kind of pick up the, you know, a little bit of the, the crumbs off the table. So I think it's a real talent mismatch. Yeah, I would say that's, that's definitely an accurate 
situation. There's there's some there's some skill on the Ohio State side of the football. Um, right. I, I think they can hang up. What was what's the line of that game? I thought it was eight and a half. I, yeah, I, I will eight have, and a half. Yeah. At Michigan. Is eight that, and a half point home dog. Right. Is this one of your picks, John? Sneak previews. Okay. But, but if I were if I were, if I were to make it, I I take I'll take eight Michigan and the points at home in the big house. And you're looking at Yahoo right now, and it's eight and a half. Yahoo right now says eight and a half. Correct. Okay, so I I'm gonna write this down. And uh, Michigan plus eight and a half. Just as an aside, John. We, we have to talk a moment about our friend Sean, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Crampsey? Yeah, Mr. Crampsey, and, and we'll do this for him because it's appropriate. <laughs> uh, and, and yes, so so Sean really wants to be guest picker uh, on the show, and we probably ought to give him a shot at some point, uh, may, maybe in 2024. Uh, and uh, but so he sent us a text, right, John, saying these are my three games for for the week, and locks. yeah, his his three locks in, in college football, one of which he picked the Notre Dame game, which is like you picking IU, right? Uh, and we picking the Cowboys more accurately, but yeah, right, okay, yeah, something like that. The problem with picking the Notre Dame game last week was John. It was not one of our picks. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was not an option. It also turned out to be the only game he picked right. So, uh, <laughs> so, 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 Sean in demonstrating why he should be the guest picker, right, John? Yeah. Pretty much was was off, was pretty much an offer. So yeah, there you go. But we didn't yeah. want to bring that up. We don't want to be mean or anything, right, John? Well, yeah. In his defense, or for those that don't know that are in our Yahoo Pick'ems. Sean is in our Yahoo Pick'ems, so he knows the parameters and the Yahoo games. Most yeah. of the public that the other five people that listen to us, they don't, that aren't in our picks, they don't know what games we're picking from technically. Well, yeah, probably not. So, okay, before we get to college, and I already wrote your one game down, let's talk about uh, the speaking speaking of let me see let's see if I can find the sound effect I really wish I had it where I could do it faster than this okay. I think we should mention the fact last week's game you are talking about games that were interesting uh, Arkansas hanging with Alabama was was kind of a shocker last week well except Alabama hadn't put anybody away really they have had somebody, I, I heard somebody say in SEC games this year the only one that has not been a one-score game in the fourth quarter was Mississippi State. What about Tennessee? It was. I think it was a one. Well, okay. I just heard what the guy said, and and maybe he mis misquoted. And, and speaking, you had Tennessee in that game. We didn't talk about it. You know, Tennessee had a chance to make it a game. And I looked away from the screen. I don't know what they did. They were in the red zone. It was 24-10. The next time I looked up, Alabama had the ball. I don't know what happened. I was pretty sure it was going to be 24-13 at least. But something happened. But anyway. So. And also Ole Miss. Uh, I, th- I thought Ole Miss. Are you sure it wasn't a one-score game in the fourth quarter in Ole Miss? 
impossible. Okay. All right. Mathematically impossible. Okay. Uh, all right. So somebody misspoke then. Uh, let me. What were we talking about? Okay. Turkeys. Speaking of turkeys, tomorrow's NFL schedule, John, has to be. Well, about as bad as it could possibly be. Well, it's always kind of bad, but you start with a game that just, it might be a great game in terms of competitive, but it might be the ugliest game we've ever seen on a Thanksgiving day. I mean, yeah. I don't know who, I don't know who's, well, I know who's playing quarterback from the Bears, and that's that's uh, your favorite, the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, uh, So who is famous for being mediocre. Uh, it's not clear that Jared Goff is playing for the Lions and the guy who replaced him last week, a guy named Boyle who played like Division II football, and I'm not even sure he started with his Division II team, uh, but somehow he's gotten contracts in the NFL. Um, he did not look like an – I think he threw for 77 yards and two interceptions last week. So that, this is what we have to look forward to with the opening game. Somebody pointed – okay, see if this isn't accurate, John, this piece of information. All six teams playing tomorrow lost last weekend. That is accurate information. Yes. So it's hard to get juiced up for the three games tomorrow. Uh, but that's uh, – Well, especially when you got – I mean, I guess the good news is with the Bears-Lions game – that's right there during prime, you know, eating time. Your mid, your first stuffing of the face, so you can take a nap in the second half and and not really feel like you're going to miss much of a much quality football. Well, we'll we'll have to figure out who's covering though. But okay, and then uh, I I don't know what to think about the second game. Uh, I I think the Cowboys should win. I don't think the Raiders are in a good place, especially on a short week. But uh, who knows? The Cowboys have not exactly look, looked like prime time here the last couple of weeks. But uh, uh, and well, they, yeah, they bounced, you know, they look like crap against the Raiders. Bounced back, played good against a very terrible Falcons team. Looked like shit against the Chiefs. Made that crappy defense look like a, the best defense in the league. Right. And then they play against a fairly, well, average, to be quite uh, obvious, uh, five and five Raiders team. Yeah, at home on on Thanksgiving, I think they have a long tradition of winning that game, so um, that that's something. And then the night game, uh, which might have looked good, the Bills and the Saints. Then the Saints go and have lost several games, and you know I don't know what they're doing at quarterback. And the Bills have kind of just kind of stubbed their toe several times. You wouldn't expect them to. They should be eight and two right now and and dominating, and that's not what they're doing. So, I mean, that might be an interesting game based on those kind of parameters. But it's not exactly like you feel like you got a bunch of playoff caliber teams playing in playoff type football games. So, yeah, especially I mean. Both the Bills, the Saints. I mean, well, honestly, all sixteen or yeah, all six teams looked looked really poor last week too. So not only are you coming off some some bad weeks, but you're also thinking like, hmm, I mean, what's going on here? Right. 
right. the Bills just, just getting pounced by the Colts. Right. Game, Your so. rec- recency bias uh, is, yeah. is no help because yeah. it's it's all negative for, for all six teams. So, right. So let's pick them, John. Let's go. All right. What's that? Reality, but the Bears should have beat the, real, the Ravens just last week, but of course they, they found a way to, to blow it. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah. Hmm. The Bears, we, we don't even, and, and you know, the reports have, uh, over and over again are that Nagy has already been told he's fired after this game. Yeah, he he's he's he is denied that that's true, but uh, yes, they they are reporting that he's been he he is gone after this game, which makes a certain amount. Of, you know how this works in the NFL: bye weeks and long weeks off is when they like to switch coaches. So yeah, yeah, and this would be a long week, the last long week off. So yeah. Okay, so we're going to pick these three games just just to entertain everybody. So, John, I think the line on the Bears game is Bears three and a half, right? Uh, ESPN has it at three. Okay. I'll take the three and a half because I'm picking the Lions. Okay. So so we're going, just for shits and giggles, we're going Lions, Bears. John's going Lions plus three and a half. I don't know why he's got three and a half. I'm going to take the Bears and give the points, but I'm only giving three. <laughs> okay, next game. Uh, I Off the top of my head, if memory serves, it was five and a half on the Cowboys game. Is that what you're seeing? No, it's up to seven and a half. It's up to seven and a half. I'm taking the Raiders. I will take the Cowboys. Okay, so we're going... Okay, and I do not have any idea what the last game is. It's six. It's six. It's in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay, you can go first. I'll take the Bills. Wow. Okay, we're going head-to-head on all of them, I guess. Okay, you're giving six, and I'm going to take the Saints getting six. All right, so there you go. One of my wins pool teams, so I'm hoping to uh, to get get that one. Okay, what what, what is that? Reverse psychology, John? Well, no. I mean, they just. Oh, yeah, it is, John. John, John. You were 0 3. Yeah, you were 0 3 last week, John. You know who you pick's going to lose, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's good fair. You have to make sure you got it in there, didn't you? Well, no. <laughs> oh, oh, where's the damn turkey when I need it? Yeah, I can't. It's too slow. All right, all right. No. And the Saints have also lost the last three after looking after a great win at home against Tampa Bay, and then they've just completely shat the bed. Yeah. Well, they they lost the Falcons for one of those games, right? Who we know are crap. Yeah. Okay. So that that is the Thursday game. You know the best game tomorrow, John? What? Uh, the Egg Bowl tomorrow night. And college football. Yeah, Mississippi, Mississippi State. 
I, I don't know the line. It's 1.5 Mississippi State. That should be a that could be a good game. Yeah, well, yeah, an SEC and and they they do not like each other at all. And you got two crazy coaches. Yeah, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't I don't know where Lane's going next, but I I I'm not sure either one of them's on their last job, so there's that's a whole different thing, but yes, that that's probably the game of the day right there, people. Watch. I'm sure it's on ESPN, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you, think, you think Lane's gonna? You think Kiffin's gonna go to LSU? Uh, I, I, you know, you know what would be ironic is if they hired him back at USC. <laughs> there you go. Where he spent what, a week. Yeah. Yeah. Left. Yeah. And left. Yeah. There you go. Like I say, not, not, nothing like, yeah, retreads. Okay, let's talk college football, John. Hey, big news in the CFP playoff thing. They moved Cincinnati into the four slot, John. Yes. So, okay, so you think, are you going to assume if they win out that they're going to be in the playoff? I do. I think they can make Yeah, especially if I mean, you're pretty much counting Michigan out. So, I mean, if they lose this weekend, then that's going to eliminate them from from making it. So, yeah, I think a, a, a undefeated Cincinnati team definitely deserves it over a two loss Michigan team. Okay, how about how about a uh, one loss Notre Dame team or a one loss team out of Oklahoma? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Notre Dame's going to be the. You know, in that scenario, Notre Dame's in the five spot. I think, you know, Notre Dame has kind of snuck in a couple times into that four hole yep. and just got absolutely pummeled. Yeah. And I don't think that they want to, to have a repeat offense of that because Georgia would just dismantle them. Well, I, the word on the street wasted. is that Georgia would dismantle Cincinnati and maybe not leave a team to go back to uh, the River City. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, okay. So this is going to dismantle pretty much anybody besides maybe Alabama. Yeah. Um, okay. That's just just to get that out there. I it, it will be interesting to see. Uh, I said last week, and I'm going to repeat this. I would be surprised if either Oklahoma team can win twice, and uh, against if they play each other, and it's got to go. OU's got to win the first week, or it's not OU in the championship game. So, uh, there, there you go. I, I think Oklahoma State could. Well, they've already beat Baylor once, so maybe they can win them both. And if they beat both those teams, I think there's a question. But it's going. That's going to be kind of interesting. Uh, it would be. It would be two really good, you know, additional wins for them to right. beat Baylor twice to beat Oklahoma um so yeah and they're one stinky well and their loss isn't really even all that stinky I mean Iowa State was ranked in the top you know they were ranked up they're pretty high at one point in the season and kind of had their own issues so yeah I I I I know Cincinnati's problem is uh the the committee I think claims they don't but they clearly like strength of schedule and theirs is awful so uh, uh, that, that, that might be an issue coming down to the last weekend. 
All right, 28 minutes in, John. Let's talk about what we're doing. Okay, let's do it this way, John. Before you pick, you already had the Michigan getting eight and a half. I, I, you, you can change that pick if you want. I kind of lured you into it. But uh, three games you want to watch this weekend, John. College football. Okay. This is the Oakland Bucket game. Right. And, and hope that IU ruins Purdue's season. That would be fun. Yeah. Bastards. I would definitely be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, the the big rivalry game, of course, the, the Ohio State-Michigan game, is, is a must. I think that's must-watch TV. Yeah, well, they're on at the same time. So I, I almost right. never watch the Ohio State-Michigan game. I'll probably watch more of that than uh, the IU game. To be honest with you, depends upon what the scores are. Yeah, I bet you won't. Wa- I bet you won't watch the Ohio State game long if it's forty-nine nothing in the first half. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So, so Big Ten homer, you got a third third game that's not in the Big Ten, or are you well, going to go with Michigan yeah, State, Penn State? Is it third game? <laughs> no, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State is the uh, probably the other really good game. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Bedlam, which I think is ABC's night game, uh, should be. And I think they're in, I don't know. I hope they're in Stillwater on Saturday for the college game day. But um, Isn't it typically played in at AT&T? No. Nope. No, they're at Bowdoin Pickens Stadium. Yes, they, they play, yeah, they play home and home, real homes. Right, and, and it's, it's a crazy, crazy atmosphere. All right, so I I I, I will uh, yeah I am going to watch the uh, Oak and Bucket game as I said this is this could be as good a Purdue team well okay this could be the Purdue team that ties the most wins in Purdue football history in a season so uh, I have a reason to watch uh, so you know kind of like you watched IU football excitedly last year. Not quite as exciting as IU was last year, but this is, you know, not very often does Purdue have a chance to go eight and four and a bowl game to go nine and four. Uh, it's a big deal. But I, I do want to, I want to shout out to the left coast. Oregon, Oregon State game uh, has has some juice to it. Always, you know, a big, ugly game. Oregon State beat them last year, if you don't remember. And on top of that, if Oregon State wins, uh, and Washington State loses to Washington. Oregon State goes to the Pac-12 championship game. So uh, there, there is some stuff uh, hanging in there. So, and, and and we were not recency biased. The Ducks did not look good the last time we saw them, did they, John? Yeah, no, they did not. They did not. And I think uh, I think Purdue has probably got to be one of the biggest overachieving. Uh, schools and in, in the the big five conferences so power five conferences i mean it's they weren't expected to be nearly this good this year oh, i think uh, I, I i have the notes here john i think their over and under was five maybe mm. uh like i said i have it written because we talked about over and yeah. unders yeah five their their over under was five so and, and we won't no I won't do that to you, but yes, they've had a really good. They've had a surprisingly good year. 
Uh, and uh, it's always a tough game. But considering they have seven wins and IU has two, I would, and they're 15-point favorites, I would think they're going to win that game. But shit happens. All right. Yes. So so you sticking with the Michigan plus eight and a half? Well, it wasn't one of my original three picks. It was just you asked okay. me what I was going to take, so I told you. Okay, so you're you're that's not one of your three picks. So, um, ba- as a bonus pick, I, I just put an X through it because I don't want to next week when I'm ribbing you. Okay, I'm going, I'm going to open with this was the stinkiest line amongst many stinky lines. Why is Nebraska three and a half favorite and point favorite over Iowa? Uh, I I am taking the the. Uh, Hawkeyes and the three and a half points, and I will do what we always love to do: root against Nebraska. Right, John? Which the line on Yahoo has changed. It's actually only one and a half now, but they're still a favorite. Nebraska. Oh, oh it's down to one and a half. Okay. Right, since I didn't understand why they're favored in the first place, uh, I'll still take the point and a half in Iowa, and. I guess just because Nebraska's played a lot of close games uh, and they're at home, but no, I don't get it. So go black and gold. Agreed. Okay. That would. Uh, yeah. You want to mention the obituary? You sent me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, today, today's Twitter uh, had, had a guy, uh, the copy, copy the guy's obituary. And he said, instead of sending uh, money um, to some charity or something, just place an ir- irresponsibly large bet on Nebraska to win against Iowa. Yeah. Right. Ir- then, irresponsibly large, right, John? Yes, but I thought that my favorite part of that whole tweet was the, uh, the second part where it said... Uh, he died during the, the bye week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The grim reality of the Nebraska Cornhuskers finishing yet another season with a losing record proved to be too much to bear for Milton Andrew Munson, who decided he'd seen enough of this world during this, the team's recent bye week. The Huskers may not have sent him into the afterlife with a victory, but at least they didn't lose. And sometimes <laughs> that's the best you can hope for. Sometimes that's the best you can hope for. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you're glad I sent that one to you, huh? Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Good huh? All right. So good, what good what what do you got for your your first uh, first pick of the week? I'm taking the Gamecocks plus eleven and a half at home against Clemson. Why oh. do I keep picking against Clemson and missing it every week? I don't know, but eleven and a half. I'm going with it again. I'll get burned well, by him again. I guess I don't know. But. Well, Mr. Beamer's done a pretty good job with the the with the Gamecocks this year. So, uh, yeah. So I, I I and and playing at home. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I guess everybody as soon as Clemson wins a game, it's worth winning. Uh, everybody's pushing. I, I heard yeah. again. I, I, I bad bad information maybe, but I. I think as double-digit favorites this year, uh, Clemson is 0-4. So they have not covered a double-digit uh, as double-digit favorites this year yet. So uh, they have not had a particularly Clemson-like year. So 
Probably no. go, go ahead. Take your next pick then. I will take A and M minus six and a half at LSU. Wow! Really? LSU, yeah. LSU is just—they're not very good. Okay. That, that would do it. Uh, six and a half is a lot. Uh, uh, John, John clear. Clear, clearly, John has uh, gotten into the uh, the uh, the weed brownies too early before Thanksgiving Day, and is take is taking road favorites now, which I thought we philosophically were opposed to. But there you go. Uh, <clears throat> I am going to go to the SEC uh, with what may be a rivalry game, though uh, I'm not sure. Uh, that it really is. I don't know how much juice it really is. Arkansas is at home, giving 14 to Missouri, uh, and Missouri sucks, and uh, Arkansas has a lot to play for. I think they're going to cover 14 and crush, cr- crush the soul of, of the Mizzou Tigers, uh, who probably ought to be watching basketball anyway. Taking a 14-point favorite. Wow. Yeah. That's a big number. Yeah. And you're dogging me for taking a one-score favorite? Well, uh, uh, you're, you're taking a one-score road favorite, and uh, I think uh, LSU is considerably better than Missouri. So, in Okay. That's my, that's my call. Okay. You want me to go next and steal your thunder, or you, want to, you sure. want desperately want the next game? Okay, I'm going to take UCLA giving seven to Cal Saturday night late. The Bruins down to six and a half. Is that right? Well, that's good. I like I like that. Uh, UCLA has been good to me. Uh, Cal is beat up. Uh, uh, UCLA has a lot to play for, and, and it is in LA, which should help. But one never knows about West Coast teams. But I, I uh, again, recency bias. UCLA looked really good last week against USC, and I don't think, uh, yeah, I just don't think Cal can keep up with them. I am going to, for my final pick, take the second largest rivalry game in college football history, or first, it depends on what. What you want to debate, and uh, I will take the uh, the Tigers, Auburn Tigers at home plus nineteen and a half. Yes, I have. In the famous words of John, obvious John, I looked at that game. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it was on my list, but that's uh, I, 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 I that's that's a okay. huge huge number, and uh, I think I said that. Uh, Alabama hadn't had more than a one-score lead in an SEC game in the fourth quarter all year, and you shot that down. But they have not – covering 19-and-a-half in a rivalry game, it does not look like that kind of Alabama team so far. So, No. I mean, they're both – both their defenses give up very few points. Uh, Auburn's given up 22 points a game. Alabama's given up 20, basically. The big difference here is how many points they score. So yeah, yeah. Auburn, Auburn's offense is not anywhere near as potent as Alabama's. So yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping for like a thirty to 
nineteen game. Yeah. You're not you're not saying they're winning. You're just saying they're covering nineteen and a half, right? Exactly. The famous we, we just gotta make sure we we get that out there uh, at least once. So so John, I, I've been well first let's do this. Okay. Um I've been home alone for days, John. Um I've watched more college basketball than you can imagine. Well, at this the point. fact that you uh, have a turkey gobbler button for our pod today is, is evident that you've been home alone for days. Yeah, that that I, I've had time on my hands. Is that what you're you you, time? Yeah, I, I don't you know, it, it is going to set the bar for next week though, isn't it, John? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll have to have Adam Sandler singing a Hanukkah song or something for next week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, college basketball. Uh, my alma mater might have a good team this year, John. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty. Yes, uh, they they won the championship of the casino gives you a trophy uh, tournament uh, wherever it was. It was in Connecticut. Uh, and they beat North Carolina and Villanova in back-to-back games. So it was a uh, it was in, on back-to-back days, which is a pretty uh, pretty stellar thing to do. Everybody uh, in the foursome was ranked, so uh, there were no cheap games in this tournament. So no, it was a good one, and uh, you know the new. AP poll has them in the top three, so yeah, they're number they're number three at this point, and number two got beat last night. Uh, number two got pummeled. Pummeled is that the is that the is that the word pummeled? Yes. No, 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 no. I think the appropriate term for what happened last night was they got boat raced because I watched. Oh, I, wa- I watched um, a, a lot of the first half, John, and UCLA was standing on the wrong end of the court a lot while uh, Gonzaga was either dunking or taking uncontested twos and threes all over the place. So, uh, yes, it was uh, it was not a competitive game. Uh, Gonzaga looked like national champions, and UCLA did not look at all like a team that went to the final four last year and brought everybody, literally everybody came back. So, uh, there's their center, their center Riley, I I wanted to say Austin, but he plays third base for the, uh, the Braves, uh, Riley, their center was hurt and didn't play for them. So, uh, that might explain it, but they were down 20 in nothing flat in the first half and got beat by 20. So, yeah. yeah, it's like they uh, spent too much time choking it up with Bill Walton on the way up there or something. I don't know. Well, you know, the game was in Vegas, man. You know how it is. I, I'm not sure toking it up is what you worry about in Vegas. <laughs> and, right. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of distractions in Vegas. But anyway, so they did not, they did not look good. Gonzaga looked great. And so I would not be horribly surprised uh if uh purdue was number two on monday when the 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 polls come out so there there you go so that's our college basketball recap yeah did you see that uh also last night houston got beat i saw i saw wisconsin beat them yeah i i saw i saw that uh yeah wisconsin beat them 
And uh, more interesting than that, did you see where they're playing the Maui Invitational this year? It's not in Maui. It's in Las Vegas. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Which is yeah. There, there is a <laughs> okay. I, I think just saying that it, it is just enough to. And the way you said it, John, was priceless because you obviously read it and said what. <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> you didn't know that there was a casino called the Maui in, in Las Vegas. Huh? <laughs> I did not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that works, but uh, yeah. Um, okay. You you know, there's all kinds of weird shit in Vegas, man. So yeah. All right. So John, let's let's go uh, to the NFL where uh, you did not have a great week, and I got them all right last week um, in what is is known as. Uh, the world turned upside down, right, John? So, yeah, yeah. So we'll push on this week. I struggled. Uh, let's talk about Survivor for a second, John. Uh, uh, my man Toops is on his third Survivor uh, uh, run of the season because in two weeks, bang, the second one came apart because we all had uh, Tennessee. We all had Tennessee. That's right. We were all in Tennessee, and they got beat bad by the Texans. And uh, the one guy who didn't have Tennessee, uh, uh, I think he had the Browns. Yeah, but he won. One person won after two weeks of the second Survivor run. So here we are on run number three. And uh, I, I am tempted, uh, based on what I looked at, to take the Bears tomorrow, John. Uh, because uh, there aren't a lot of really big spreads this week. No, it's pretty thin. Yeah. Um, uh, well, when I when I, I looked I at it, when I, when I looked at it, John, the biggest spread was the Cowboys. Yeah, and the second biggest is actually the um, probably the Bills. No, it's the Titans at Patriots, and the Patriots are a six and a half point favorite, and I. Even though the Patriots have looked damn good the last few weeks. Yeah, the Patriots are now the AFC East leader, for those of you who missed this, uh, with a bunch of wins. And since you brought that up, John, I am taking the Titans in the six and a half points. Okay. Unless you were going to, because I, 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 out of sympathy, I would just go and let you go first, but... Did you I'm want? I'm taking uh, my first pick will be the Eagles minus three and a half. Eagles minus oh, oh John, John's on the Eagles bandwagon, and you did it again, well, John. Uh, John, I wouldn't say bandwagon, but John, you did it again. Take one of your picks. No, John, you 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 picked a you picked a road favorite. It's the Giants. <laughs> Yeah, you said that with such disdain. Yes. Well, we did mention well, we did mention they did not look good on Monday night. Yeah. And, and they, the Eagles, uh, they've they seem to be improving. Their defense is good. I think the Eagles' defense is a really good, solid. Um, Hurts, if you don't stop him running the ball, he's going to tear you up. If you if you can make him. You know, we, we've had some of these QBs in the past, right? The the big, you know, the big 
test is can you keep them in the pocket and make them beat you with their arm. Right. And so far, the teams that have made him throw the ball a lot have done really well. The teams that have not contained him and let him get out and get these scramble plays and get big chunk yards, then they, they haven't done so well. So he's, okay. he's the team's leading rusher. Okay. Well, we don't really don't want to break down the Eagles-Giants for too long, but I think the big stat here is the last four games, the Eagles are number one in the league in rushing, and the Giants have not had a good rush defense all year. So it is not a good matchup on that side. So, all right, go ahead. Go go a second time. Uh, well, I'll, I'm going to stay with my Cowboys pick. <laughs> I feel like they're, they're due for a, a good beat down after that shit show on Sunday. Well, at least this time you're taking a home favorite. And, and of course, there's only one thing for me to say about that, John. Uh, for so many, so many reasons. But okay, so so there you go. I, I yeah, go go ahead, John. Break it down. Maybe the best uh, game of tomorrow. Yeah. What's that? Maybe it's the best of the three games tomorrow. Oh, I think it'll be. I think it should be a blowout. I don't. I don't see. Uh, okay. We get CD Lamb's going to be back. I, I guess allegedly we got Tyron Smith back at left tackle. That's huge. Um, so I expect us to to do quite well in both the run and pass game. Okay. All right, and the Raiders have not been impressive lately. And God, God only knows. Yes. So, um, what's the over/under in that game? Fifty-one point five. Okay. I uh, that's like twenty-nine, twenty-two ish. I think it's going to be more like thirty-five to twenty. Okay. Uh, not, not a low-scoring game. I, I, I would be surprised if the uh, Detroit Bears game got into the 20s, at least very much into the 20s, yes. All right, so I'm going to uh, – This I, I, I thought this was a really stinky line, too. I'm going to take the Vikings in three points against the 49ers, who it seems people think are – yeah, I guess they win one game and everybody's excited about the Niners. So uh, there, there you go. Uh, you you, two five and five teams. Yeah, the Vikings just beat somebody good. The Niners beat somebody who I don't think is. So uh, let me see what uh, ESPN sixty percent for the. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I've said all year that the Vikings uh, have been kind of underrated. That they've played tight games. Uh, they could be a lot better than five and five. And uh, yeah, I'll, I, I like, I like them to cover. Maybe, okay. even, maybe even win. Maybe no, even win. Yeah, maybe. Well, three points, man. It, if you're going to cover three points, you're going to come damn close to winning, aren't you? <laughs> obvious Steve's going. I, I mean, I, I had to do at least one really obvious Steve today, John. And and and, and having done that, where 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 is the turkey when I need it? Right? Because that was right. a, that was a turkey if I ever heard one. Yeah. Here, I've got a great 
for you here. Okay. All right. I got I got the gobbler ready to go. I'm gonna pick the team that has scored a combined total points of three in the last two weeks on the road at the Jags. You took my pick. You're taking the Falcons. I had the Falcons in the pick'em game as my third pick. Well, I beat you to it. <laughs> I can't believe you were gonna pick it either. It's it's one of my wins pool team. And by the yeah. way, by the way, there you go. <laughs> that is probably no. That's that that's that's a double turkey because we were both going to take it. So so there you go. All right. So okay, for my third pick, I am going to go with the uh, Bears uh, and uh, giving three tomorrow against the Lions because. They're they're my favorite team, and they're playing on Thanksgiving Day, and they should win against a winless team. And uh, if they're going to win, kind of like if you're going cover three uh, the other way, right, John? You might win well win the game. If you're going to win by only three, you might win by four, five, six, or seven. So I'm going to go with the Bears as my third pick in the dumb pick of the day. Uh, is it still three? We did talk about that. Or three and yeah, a half. Yeah, it's three. Yep. I thought it was three and a half. You, I have got Lions three and a half. Remember, we played this game earlier. Did it move again? Oh, that's right. But then you said you were going <laughs> to. I did. <laughs> you were going to take It's actually down to three again. Yeah. It's moving. It's bouncing back and forth. Okay. All right. So that's where we are. Uh, John, um, Let's finish with with I got I got to do the gobble thing again one more time because this one's a real. What are you gonna be watching Friday afternoon at three o'clock your time, John? Anything? No, probably the back of my eyelids. Uh, okay, so I I you know the perfect thing to to help you with the back of the eyelids. What's that? The match. Oh, the the yeah, match. The match. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know, I've got the wrong feeds and everything. I've heard absolutely nothing about it, John. Really? Right. Nothing. I saw an ad for it, uh, and and that's the only reason uh, it popped up. And I, I wanted to say something to you. Brooks versus Bryson. Ooh, ooh, what juice. Friday afternoon on TNT. So, uh Woo woo! Yeah, I I take it you do not have it marked down as uh, appointment television, huh, John? Well, you know my daughter's here, so I don't think that that's going to be allowed to be on TV during during that time. Ah, you're going to have to figure out how to watch it on your phone, huh? Is it a head-to-head match, or is there? I think it. I think it's head. What I saw was head to. See, I I don't know. Uh, the ad looked like it's head to head. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. I see nothing here that says anything about uh, uh, you know celebrity pairings or any of that. And aren't they playing yeah. someplace funky in Vegas that only has like 12 holes? Is that right? Yeah, we talked about this when they set it up. Yeah, it's only a 12 hole match. Yeah. Where's it at? Twelve hole golf course. That's exactly what I need. Yeah, there you go. Just shorten your round. 
So I think we covered it, John. Uh, there's not must watch television, and we don't give a shit who wins, right? That is correct. That is correct. Okay, John. We, I've seen a little bit of chatter back and forth between those two of them um, on Twitter, though, here recently. Trying to trying act, to trying to act like there's something going on between them. Yeah. Trying to I generate saw. something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It it, it ain't working. I still don't see where it's going to be played at. I thought I thought it was at What's-His-Name's resort with the... Oh, What's-His-Name? Uh, uh, the, the, the casino mogul. Wynn? What did you say? Wynn? Yeah. Steve. I was going to say Steve, and that would be right. Isn't his name yeah, Steve, Steve Wynn? Wynn? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was at his shadow something. Uh, I think yeah, I beats me, man. It's right next to the Maui. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, we've killed another hour. I hope right, I hope I hope everybody loves us. Yes. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. We love we love ourselves, don't we? We I got love, enough love for ourselves for to go around. I I, I love you, bro. Don't don't. I love you too. Yeah. Here we go. Stay One more. What's that? Be safe tomorrow. Don't eat too much. Oh, uh, uh, we're going out, so I'm, I'm not worried. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, you have a good one tomorrow, too. And, and uh, you know, I don't know whether you've lined up at the weed uh, store or not, but uh, it does seem like a good idea from what I saw at the local one here. Yeah, it looks like uh, I better get there early, though, huh? You, you got to get there early. There's a long line. It clear, clear a lot of people need to be chill for uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keeps the number of family squabbles down if, you, if you're chilling, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the theory, I think. Maybe right. some, some enhance them. Okay, so, John, we have to leave with a, a, a Thanksgiving discussion so, uh, all right, what, do you, what is your philosophy on uh, unbuttoning your pants after Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> I think it depends on the, the company you're with. If it's just you and the news and, you know, maybe the kids, and I don't think that's too big of a problem. But if you're sitting in a room with 20 people, I, I think that's a little uh, across the line. You think, you think that's a little uncouth, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so John, uh, if you're home with the missus and just the kids, you're probably only wearing sweats anyway, so it's not a problem, right? Exactly. There, yeah. there you go. So, so that's John's tip of the week: is wear sweats on Thanksgiving Day, so you don't have this issue. Or go buy a pair of uh, you know ladies' maternity jeans and wear those. You know they're, they're nice and stretchy. Ooh, John! Ouch. Okay. Uh, on on that charming note, I'm going to call it a day, John. Happy Thanksgiving, right, bro. bro. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy yep. Thanksgiving to all our listeners. Okay. Bye, right, everybody. Bye. Yep.